Welcome everybody, once again, to Board Stiff, a tabletop board game review show that gets down and dirty, debating the value of one specific game. Let's get stimulated. Hey gang, welcome back to Board Stiff. Hi, how you doing? How's it going out there? Everybody good? Good. I can't believe we got, I've actually got good. all three on again uh, for a second episode. What's up with that? You guys actually, did you enjoy it? Was it fun? Did you get, uh, any, did you get any feedback? Did you get people like running to your door? We have nothing better to do. Banging on your door like, we want to see you, like a rock star? Yes, that happened. That did? No. Over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> And, I can't let you in. I can't let you in. I'm I think there was uh, there was four viewers and there's four of us, so I, that might not be a coincidence. <laughs> Did you subtract our own views from that total? Oh, <laughs> no, that's my, that's my point. Yeah. I never watched it. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not that self-centered. Come on. Um, I, we need I, a, didn't, uh, I, I didn't watch it till today. To just click. And I only got you know 11 minutes in and then... What the hell? Like, I'm done with it. Yeah. Well, that's not, if that doesn't say much, if you're bored of yourself, uh, this must be great. Good <laughs> I already knew what was going to happen. It awesome. was like spoilers. <laughs> you already knew what's going to happen. Exactly. It's Thanks. funny. I did set up. John, uh, is it raining there? Join it. What's that, Wilt? I was asking John if it's raining there because it's pouring here and it looks like you might have rain outside his window there. Not yet. No. It's coming though. No? <laughs> it's no? Okay. It's it's gray here. You can't really tell from the bright window, but it's uh, kind of dark and gray. It's good. I know we're all over actually from around the uh, the fruited plain as we speak. Um, that's a beautiful thing about the Zoom. Coming on together, we're still family. And the best part is that we say, you know, we can game together like this. But the best part of it all, you don't eat my Cheetos, you don't drink my beer, right? And when it's time <laughs> to click off, boop, gone. You're I don't have to clean the bathroom before you come over. It's yeah, after. right. And it's after. after. All right. If uh, folks want to be a part of the show, um, we do have a couple things we did set up as we get this thing kicked off. If somebody even gives a rat's ass. Um, Twitter, it's at BoardStiff4, four for the four of us. We got that set up as well as BoardStiffGamer at gmail.com is the uh, uh, email you can use to uh, send some information, maybe just uh, questions, comments, or better yet, sarcastic remarks. We love that. Or you can always... Uh, below on the YouTube version, not the uh, audio version, but YouTube at Board Stiff. Leave comments as well as we go along. I always say, you know, like, look over here and put it over here. Who spends time doing that, you know? Professionals making real money? Yeah. Professionals, that's, that's right. right. That's how it was. All right, so what we thought we'd do is jump into this and each week, um, just give a little background. We review one game and the reason is and the premise of this whole show is to see what games we feel collectively is a great one to bring to the table or not uh, for family and friends. So we take a look at it and say, is this game good enough to sit down and have the patience for my wife, my mother-in-law, my uh, dear friend that's not a normal gamer, right, that comes out and sits down with me? Are you willing to bring it out to the table and will they sit down and enjoy it? Um, we, you know, this all comes off of the fact that we have been caught up here for a number of months and soon that will be over, but hopefully the gaming will continue with uh, family and friends as well. And it's right. And we want to make it happen and bring out uh, the best ones that are out there because a lot of times it is difficult to weed through all of it um, to see if we see one more top 10 list of the best games to bring in. So we're going to just give you our one list each week and uh, try to add a little fun to it as well. Um, we rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the best on everything. Okay, 1 is the best. Got it. And 10 being the worst. Okay. 
right? Did you one check? Being, is that the same thing we did last time? Yes, sir. <laughs> one okay. thing, it is uh, <laughs> the simplicity is the number one. It's so easy. It's only one, not 10 in hardness, one in simplicity, right? And the other one is dust factor, not one inch of dust. That means it's collected over a couple of, you know, months, not a table, 10 inches of dust. Meters of dust. Years, right? Are we all good with that now? All right. Not Lastly, I thought about as I went through this guy's tune, I said, you know, um, this whole concept doesn't make sense because what came out of the um, the, the the show last time was, you know, well, it all depends. It all depends. We all have that kind of factor in it. Like, it depends what kind of family, uh, depends on that situation. What I found that's interesting, though, is that we all come have a different uh, group of uh, buds, right? 250 different people of influence. And so your opinion may be different than mine because of my friends or my circle, but yet collectively, the four of us can bring a really good average to the table on that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, it's as, as statistically relevant as what they're coming up with with these uh, virus um, numbers. So let's do that. Let's talk about it. The first one we're gonna talk about, uh, or the one we're gonna talk about today is terraforming Mars. Ready? Bum, bum, bum. Oh, oh are we getting high tech? Oh, the production now? value. He's almost got the <laughs> camera. Level. Watch this. Ready? Watch this. Ready? Look at this. Just, oh, you want to look at it a little closer? There you go. What's what's up? What, what do we have on he almost there? Almost has the camera aimed properly. Huh? Well, hey, life's a bitch. I can't. Uh, I can't <laughs> you know, I don't have I don't have these little you know perfectly stands. The whole deal. You'll get it. So there it this is. Can you get us some sponsors? There. Yeah, exactly. There's the game, boys. Look at that. How it sits on the table. So enough sponsors to pay a real producer. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, to do it and not have my fingers going in doing all this. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about this simplicity. Okay. So overall, when we talk about terraforming Mars, um, in general, let's go around the table. We'll start with Wilts, go to Johnny and then Chris, since it's kind of that order reversed here. Give me your thoughts on the game in general, right? And then how it would rate, uh, relate to family and friends. And then give me a rating on the simplicity. Go for it. Well, I think the game is pretty easy to learn. Um, we played it again in Houston for the first time and we picked it up in a matter of minutes. Yeah. Um, I think you grow skill-wise. I think the more you play it, the better you would get at it, just knowing you know, your way around the board and, and where to put your, your tiles and what, the, you know, what, what types of uh, materials you're trying to, to, to create. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the game. It took a long time to play, but not as long as others we played there. But uh, yeah, I would, I would rate it pretty easy to learn. Okay. Well, I will tell you, first of all, when you said it took really easy, as usual, I'm not the sharpest uh, tool in the shed, so I faked it. I didn't even understand the game until about halfway through, honestly. That's uh, even though I tried to make it look like I did, first and foremost. There it is. I'm out there. I'm coming clean. All right. I think I was well, right I can't agree with you 100% uh, on that. But um, yeah, interesting as far as when you sat down. But are you telling me it wasn't intimidating at all for you when you saw it? And, do, and so when you start talking about simplicity now, which I'm going to ask you, what do you think? We're talking about your mother-in-law, your, your, your friend, uh, your wife. Yeah, maybe not as easy for somebody. I'm a, I'm a huge civilization fan, so that it, the, the board looked familiar to me with the hexagons to begin with. Um, but maybe not as easy if you're just sitting down, if you're not used to playing games, but, uh, I picked it up pretty easily. The cards are pretty descriptive. Um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the resource gathering, that type of thing. I, I, I think, uh, somebody with half a brain would pick it up, you know, faster than maybe Bogue did, but you know, I, I think we did have, uh, some people at the table that didn't know how to play. And I think our, our GM kind of let some things slide Bingo. and, you know, remember, yeah, remind me but, about that, uh, that point. 
Okay. Right. Good one. Yeah. So but on yeah, a scale of I, uh, I, I one to ten, it. one being the simplest game you've played, ten being the toughest, where do you give it? I'd give it a six, I think. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not shoots and ladders, but it's, you know, it's not right. the most difficult game I've ever played. Yeah. All right, cool. Crit, or, uh, Johnny, you're next on it. What's up? What do you think? Yeah, I'd give it about a six. I think Colin's right. It's um, it's a medium weight game. I, I, I did a brief scan on Board Game Geek today just to see what people were saying about it and how, how it's been ranked by that community. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's a medium weight game. I think... It's also easy to play for somebody who's familiar with medium weight games. So um, knowing your audience is important. Um, it's easy to pick up the rules and to understand the strategy, but then to get through and see all the cards. I mean, there's a billion cards in the game, right? Um, to, to say, well, should I go for plants or should I go for space metal or should I go for, you know, Jovian tags or there's a lot of different ways uh, to points. It really truly is like a point salad kind of game. There's there's I love your lingo. Just to get well, points. I know, it's way too um, Give me a second. I'm going to look it Plants up. Plants and space game. metal. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's what we call them here in the house. Right. Um, well, here's the thing. When you talk about it, and if I jump in with each of it, because I think what it'll do is add a little more uh, descriptive and a little uh, depth to uh, your conversations, is like we talked about last time when we talked about Firefly, which was our first review, we said that you have to kind of watch the leader for a little bit to get an idea of what's going on. Did you feel that that was that way with this game as well, too, when you're playing it? Do you think that you kind of, I mean, like in all games, right, you kind of <coughs> learn and understand, but really kind of hanging in there for a while, knowing that you're falling behind your leader player well. because he knows what he's doing. I had the benefit of teaching the family and learning it myself. So I, I did the standard thing, right? I sat down and okay. and I played a couple of rounds by myself. Yeah. And then we all learned it together. So it wasn't, this is a game where you can't bring it to Thanksgiving, teach four people and, and then you're all going to, you're going to destroy them because you know, right. Energy it, right. it yeah. plays to get a strategy. But once you do, when we play it here, yeah. It's set up in, in three minutes and the game just goes. And, and it's great in that um, you can kind of, you can see the pace of the game, right? Some games go really fast because somebody just puts plant, 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 and just immediately dominates the board game ends. Yep. And everybody builds this huge tableau of 30 cards. And so um, I think it's a great game to play with, um, with a group who's all in tune with each other. And, okay. And, sort of knows each other's strategy and, and you all have the same level of of knowledge mm -hmm. okay good stuff on that um so on the simplicity one to six now i will say you use board game geek as a as a reference which is interesting because that's full of geeks playing geeky games that are going to rate it based on their interpretation mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. i only say that because as you give a rating using that maybe not be the one because we're talking about again new people not ge geeky gamers mm -hmm. not people playing the game right what do you give that on a simplicity scale one to one to ten i give it a six ish i think it's rated a little lower on board game geek i can't remember right. the number i saw but I, I remember it being under five but i'll check while chris is talking there you go nice yeah to find out but again is their rating one to ten or ten to one it's one to ten 10 being, one being the least complex and being most complex and it's yeah. okay good so it's the same in that case same. okay so just under five chris what's up i'm looking it up right now yeah um so i've only played terraform mars maybe three or four times um you know johnny's got it and he's brought it to game night and i've played and i've enjoyed the game i know the first time i played um i kind of felt like i was in the water with no idea what i was supposed to do 
and it was, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this board and I've got, you know, 18 different resources and not really 18, but it's like six different resources. And, you know, then there's cards that are telling you which resources you're making. There's cards that tell you which resources you get, you know, so it's like, there's a production scale and there's a quantity scale and all the little cubes are the same. And, mm -hmm. um, it was pretty overwhelming that first time through and you know i consider myself a pretty experienced gamer i've played a lot of complicated games you know but this is a game where if i were to see it on a table at a convention and i would look at it and i would look at how many little counters there are i'd just keep walking exactly. i probably wouldn't yeah. even try to play this game yeah. right um, i'm glad john brought it i do enjoy the game we played it a couple of times maybe three times i can't remember but like i said that first time was just a slog you know where john was like Hang with it. You'll understand it soon. Keep going, team. Go, go. You know, yeah. and it was sort of like, no, awesome uh, yeah. I'm going to put a hex on the map. Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, I've got Lush 12. Which, by the way, there's not just one hex. It's three. Four different kinds four, of hexes. Three, and I've four, got cards four, yeah. in me and the cards interact. Well, and, and each hex has a different thing it's supposed to do as well, too. It's not just one thing. Right. So, so, you know, I'm a... I'm a min-maxer at heart, so I'm looking at these cards that I'm getting, and I'm looking at them like, okay, well, this is telling me this will interact with some other card, but how many cards are there? Is there a is there a guide somewhere that tells me, you know, how many I'm gonna have? Because it's like I don't even know if this is important or not. You know? Right. So so I, despite all of that, so that sounded very negative. Despite all of that, I really did enjoy the game. Okay. But I have to put it at like an eight or a nine. I mean, particularly if we're talking about first time at the table, you know, yeah. you know, if I compare John's family, you know, he's he's got boys that are, you know, finishing up high school and, you know, his wife has been playing technical games with the four, three of them right. or the four of them together, you know, this whole time. Um, you know, my kids are younger. I've got middle school kid going into middle school. Well, I mean, that, that just kids. what about friends, like friends that aren't gamers or maybe yeah, and gamers? if what? I were to bring this in front of a group of people that are not gamers, yeah, they would just look at me like I had, you know, three yeah. heads. So, so, so you give it a nine, eight? I, I got to give it like an eight or nine. Okay. I mean, it's, it's almost, we talked about Firefly last week and I think we generally gave that about a seven, you know, yeah. and I'm trying to be Six in the same seven. scale. This is definitely more complex than Firefly in terms yeah. of what you have to do on your turn and understanding what strategy means. So that said, it. I think it's a far better game to play. Um, okay. So it's a, this is not a, this is not a casual game night game. You know, but right. it, it's super fun. I liked it, you know, um, yeah. but I'm not likely to buy it because my that's... family is probably... Jump, okay. Let me jump in for a second here. So for Game Geek, I was completely wrong. It's a scale of one to five, which is why I remembered it being less than five. Um, and everything just locked up. But 60% of people said it was a three, which is medium. 30% of people said medium heavy. So that's a, a third of the people said, Chris, medium yeah. heavy. It's, it's, it's a four yeah. and a five. So... so yeah. Oh, it's a five-point scale. Sorry. It's a five-point yeah. scale. Yeah. So, so that would be an eight. That. You know, so it's a six, seven. Scale, so. All right. I'm going to go a little higher, but then I'm also thinking wait. about my group of people. Right, but wait. If I roll a six-sided dice and a six-sided dice, the odds of giving it a two, is it, is it 17 and 17? Oh, what? What? What, gamers? You know, that, that was the quiz. Um, you know, that was like Will Short's quiz 
in the last couple of days was talking about D&D and rolling with advantage and whether it was better to roll advantage with disadvantage or disadvantage with advantage. It was pretty cool. Really? <laughs> and what did they say? What did they, there's just an argument, right? It went around? No, no, no. He, he wanted people to like solve the problem. That was like his, you know, puzzle of the day kind of thing. So. And that was on, on YouTube or on... Uh... Um, I think it was like a Twitter thing. I, okay. I don't know what his what his platform is. Sorry, I, I think it was Will Short. I hope I'm not like giving the wrong credit there. <laughs> That's all right. We'll look at. We'll find him. We'll maybe put him in the link below. Who knows? If I can even remember to do that. Um. So so that's why when he started this, what's that? I was just mouthing to the camera. He won't remember. So oh, that was supposed to be subtle. Right. You're not supposed to you point that out. These aren't the the things you're you, whatever the joy you're looking for so um that's why when i started this whole uh, episode i knew it was going to get pretty crazy because and i believe it or not in a rare form i think uh, chris and i agree um uh, wholeheartedly on this because um when i put it on here as an option a game to play i said well are we going to do games that i think they all should show up on the table right so that we can all be positive and everything or or did somebody come here to watch it and then see the show eventually and be like wait i just watched them tell me not to do it well tell me the ones i should be doing it right but in this case, I would say that this is no way a game you bring to the table um, on a first time or with somebody that's new uh, trying to get this. I mean, to the mm -hmm. point to where we experienced uh, and again, that. Actually. I'm not even you talking remember about that, Johnny. Who, yeah. that? I had a, I, I was really had to be a cheerleader for most of it. I, well, yeah, and I get it. But I remember mean, when this line, was the game that somebody who had not played modern board games wanted to play. We went to like that gamer yes. club thing that time and he's like i've heard this game is cool yeah. let's play this game i kept saying like, we really oh shouldn't God, play this no. all right <laughs> yeah well i mean the thing that a couple things though they get detailed on is one um the amount of things to remember in the game right even even if you have a kind of a cheerleader or a guy person that plays along the way it's a mm -hmm. game that's that it's never i don't feel it'll ever be maxed out because somebody's going to forget to do something at some point Right now, that's the first point. The second point is if you wait, got a wait, cheater wait, at the one table, one more turn. If you got a cheater at the table, guys, this is like uh, balls to the wall for a cheater because there's or, no or way. Or just somebody who makes a mistake. What he's doing, yeah. Right yeah. to do it. Not that you want to be playing with cheaters and and so forth. But my point being is that a lot of times it's not even cheap scale. It's just the fact you can remember that you didn't do that or needed to do that or whatever. And when you're talking about trying to introduce a game and get people uh, into it, and you're about a turn and a half in, going, "Oh, we should have done that." There's nothing that'll squelch a, a good time than looking at it going, oh, that's, you know, you should have yeah. done that or I should have done that or, or somebody that's really Oh, sharp. wait, three turns ago, I forgot to put my thing on the whatever and slide yeah. the, yeah. yeah. So I, I hate to say this. I want to be the, this is the, the dark evilness of uh, board gaming. We all know it in love, but it's better for an iPad than it is for a board game. When you're talking about that type take. of stuff, it's crazy. There's not enough real estate to, to on an iPad. I'm telling you what, man, table. or tabletop. That or not on the tabletop, they don't actually. Uh, you need do to be sitting, sitting at a table with a beer and M peanut M and M's and yeah. your family around. You. Yeah, maybe for a bunch of gamers, I agree. But you know, that have played it and kind of get into the strategy side. But I just don't like. I said in the end, man. You know, the simplicity. I'm giving it a nine and a half. I mean, not wow. I mean, just, just the nine cubes themselves. Just the cubes themselves. There's more colors to keep track of and remember than there is game mechanics. Yeah, I love. I loved the cubes. I think cool. the cubes are cubes fantastic. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. But not to so, bring you a table of newbies. Yeah. So, yeah, so table of newbies. Yeah. No, and but my, I look at my boys and, and Kathleen, they're not like gamer gamers. They're not hardcore gamers. They're familiar with mechanics now. When I say it's, it's a deck builder or, 
you know, it's tile placement. They get what those terms mean. Right. Right. You're postgraduate gamer already. If you understand those terms. Yeah, but um, so why do we love it? When I say, hey, let's play a game, that's their go-to. They love it. And so why? And you, you did a good hardcore. job. But you did a good job. Like, and but here's why. Here's my prediction. That wasn't the first game they played with you and learned. You've raised. No, no, they no, come no, in no. to play. They play different games, which is why we're doing the show, right? What are the games that'll right. get you going, get you level going? To I suspect it's that. I suspect it's also a game that's good to play ten or fifteen or twenty times with the same group of people. Sure. So, so right. here's the deal. Yeah, right? I would agree. So I brought this to them, you're right, after playing uh, simpler games, you know, Small World, which we liked, but it's a, it's a really straightforward game. Small. We should do that one. Great small. game. Um, Good review, yeah. actually. Go ahead. So I brought it after, after like, as a progression. But what I, I asked Kathleen today, what do you like about the game? Like, why do you like to play it so much? She likes the interaction. So if you're a family like that out there, she likes that there's interaction and there's some take that, but it's not, you're not going really against each other it's kind of a parallel race love it yeah yeah interaction yeah um she likes that it's not just sniping at each other the whole time right yeah it's not take that and it's also not sitting sitting and twiddling your thumbs until your turn comes up because you do that you know as the cards go around your turns go pretty quick so you're always doing something you might have cards that say hey if somebody builds a city you get an advantage because of this thing you've built in your time right so you got to stay alert Wiltz, you said right. in the last show, we talked about, remember Firefly, the nice thing about you doing your turn as somebody goes? Do you feel that that's, that's right. going on in this game too, or better, or same, or? Uh, I, you know, I, you don't really take action, if I recall, during somebody else's turn, but you can strategize. strategize what somebody else may be about to do with your cards or with, you know, but, uh, but unlike Firefly, I think John said it, the turns in this game go relatively quickly versus Firefly turns can take some time, so. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're flipping cards and moving and so forth, yeah, true. That's right. I also really love how, I don't know, Wills, if you find this, I think the theme works so tremendously well with this game. It really does. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. And, that well done. and the too. different com- corporations and what they're trying right. to do. So you don't use the basic, right? There's another thing, by the way. You can, you better start with the basic if you add that one in. Now you got to remember that thing too in your card that goes along. So if you're it. teaching somebody, my point is when the mechanics work with the theme, it makes it a little easier. Like right? when these right. timers run out, the game ends. What are those timers? Yep. Well, that's why I gave it a nine and not a nine and a half. I mean, that's literally what I'm talking about here. That's the difference on it. Anyway. That's a half point. I do love the point? fact that there's a hundred turn squares. And I think we made it through maybe, I don't even remember, but it was nowhere near 100. I would love to see a game go all the way around the board with, right. you know, 100 turns. Yeah. So that's the other thing, too, though. And then we'll jump into the, the dust factor on this, too. It's really turn but, squ- squares? It's both. It's, it's generation. Oh, it's on the same and, track. And it's your credits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, is when you start looking at the length of the game, is that a concern for you guys when you're, let's say you have that friend comes over, it's really a non-gamer, right? Hey, let's sit down, let me show you a cool game. Maybe maybe yeah. he's a science guy, right? He does a, 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 um, astronomy? Yeah. Um, and uh, astrology. Xenobiology. And, <laughs> and, the, uh, and he kind of digs it. So it's like, hey, we got this game, Terraforming Mars, and maybe it kind of, it stimulates his uh, interest. Is it a too long of a game? Is it a good game? What do you so find I as think, far as the timing on it? I think it? we can all agree you're not going to bring this to a new gamer. You're, okay. You, no. if you have right. you should not over, bring this to a good, new gamer. Pull out I'm Ticket to for Ride, pull out Dominion, pull out one of those games. Okay. Are those on our list? Yeah. Sorry? Okay. So let's say we get to be on our list. Right? 
and we we develop it to a point that uh, we've brought in a couple other games, which by the way, as I go through these things and doing a lot of research just going into this, where I start looking at the ones that everybody's saying, right? So it's almost to a point where I don't even want to review them because you can go out there, there's a Splendor, there's uh, Five Tribes, there's uh, your your uh, um, um, Catan, your, what is it, Wilson? Your Carcassonne. Carcassonne game, right? All these <laughs> games are always say, there's the ones you got to do, right? And I haven't even ever played Splendor. The other big one is um, Dixit. Dixit, I guess, I never played it, but they're always saying that's the one that comes to the table, okay? So I'm laying it's it out. Party. It's, 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 party. it's a party game. And, which is great. Party games are great. I love party. Right. And, and I tell you, there's some debate we can have an entire show on. Party games, gamer games, party games. Not because like code names. Yeah. Great game to review, but is it a gamer game or is it a party game type of thing? You know what I'm saying? As we go yeah. through that. Well, there's a exactly. whole class of games if you have large numbers of people. Yeah. So that's right. a, I, I get that that's a different thing. But. Right. Well, because we're going to talk about later on, maybe if we get the last, because I know, Chris, you want to talk so much about is a resistance game, which is a very large yeah. game <laughs> and a party type of game. But it is I have so many words. I know. We're going to get to it. Yeah, I know, baby. I got all the expansions. We'll get to it because I think it's one to bring up. So there is a point where we want to bring up party games. I guess my main point, though, is that's not one that's reviewed as much as Dixit, as a Splendor, right. these games. So we're not going to hit them because I think if you want that list, you know, all these guys, Vassal, all these guys that are on there are really hitting it well because it's like the masses. What we're trying to do is say, look, when you, we something that we like, we know it has value as a game designer, but you really can get into it in depth. This is a really cool game to learn and then really be proud that you know it and would bring it somewhere else yourself or be like, I'm a gamer and I know how this game, much less, you know, uh, Cards Against Humanity or something like that. Does that make sense? So yeah. now so let's games that about... haven't gotten 40 years of play are in <laughs> five yeah, years. And, so I don't know if that makes sense to me, Shane. So Go for it. For, I came here tonight to this conversation saying, I think the, the listener or the viewer is saying, okay, yeah. I've I played Ticket to Ride, I played Splendor, I played. Ticket to Ride's another one. You know, sort of one mechanic games, right? Okay. Uh, one mechanic, but new sort of the new Euro style games or the new not not just life or sorry and roll and move kind of stuff. Right. And, and that person saying, I want something a little more complex. Okay. To, to upgrade with my family, with my with my group. Okay. In that case, I'd say, yeah, I think this is a great option for that. This is not a game to to then say, hey, my family loves this game. I'm going to introduce this to you, three random friends who. Right. Poker and yep. you know, maybe Catan or something. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I mean, I don't think we're in a disagreement at all. I think my point is that we could do that simple list of those games right there out there that you would just bring <laughs> yeah. in right away. So as yeah. we do this and just show, because we know a good quality game too. So I think maybe the mm -hmm. difference is there's a lot of those uh, cheesy ass easy games, right, to get into. And some quality games that are easy to get into that are being uh, uh, talked about a lot out there. There's not a need for us unless we just want to banter about a couple of fun nights, which is fine if that's how we want yeah, to move. Maybe we could knock off two or three in one session. That's mm. I was going to say. I don't want to even doing like a mix, like a quick, hey, boom, 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 here's one. What do yeah. you think? Thing. Mm -hmm. But when you start talking about a game that really somebody's going to be a, a, a fan of that really appreciates, like your boys, like they know how to play this this game. This is accomplishment, right, for them. Not only for them, you know, uh, education-wise, but just in uh, – in being able to um, uh, interact and like your wife said, communicate and go back and forth outside of just some random uh, quick uh, draw and moves. So, yep. um, so let's say we bring it to the table or that it gets going um, with these other games and then they bring it out and you're at a level where they can, they kind of understand it. 
and they and they start playing it. How long? I mean, do you bring this game out a lot then? Because it, it does require. Mm -hmm. See, this is where I'll I'll switch it up a little bit too um, and jump in. But let's start. Let's go reverse. Let's go, Chris, and then uh, John and Wilf. What do you think on the dust factor? You're still going to go last. No, go ahead, Chris. You're up. Oh, I can I start. I'll, I'll start. Um, yeah, I think you said uh, reverse. So that's fine. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll say that the. Um, uh, the scenario with this is that I think it's going to have a low dust factor uh, because once you spend and invest the time, right, and you see that somebody has that passion, that interest for the game, like your family, uh, Johnny, is that you'll, I think this game will come out more because it has a satisfaction level of, 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 of learning how to do the game, how to play it. And when you do understand the game and the components and everything about it, there's a lot to it and a lot to learn and explore and everything into the game. So I think if you do get over that hump, the gamer hump that we're talking about here, I think mm -hmm. that it's gonna be uh, something that would come out a lot. And I think actually in general, the gaming community has proven this, right? This game's done very well, but even <clears> to the <throat> level, like when you bring it in for uh, newer folks after a few times of the other games, it's gonna see maybe, I'd, I'd give it like a two or a three, maybe 2.5, three, I may say three, uh, because there's a couple others I know that would just come out all the time. I'd say a three on that. So that's my uh, take on it. Chris. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I guess maybe it isn't so rare. I, I think you and I are going to agree again. I mean, I think if you find that group of people that are willing and interesting to put in the time, interested enough to put in the time to play this game, and they're not intimidated by it, you know, I, I think the reaction is going to be as soon as you're through that first game, you're going to be like, do we have time to play again? Right. You're going to want to immediately take that knowledge that you learned and want to yeah. apply it again. There's... <laughs> All that maybe stuff not, that maybe makes not it today, hard because that was pretty exhausting. That's an well, exhausting I, game, man. But depends how long your game like, sessions are, but you yeah. know, the, as all those things that make it not great the first time are what make it great the second, third, and fourth, and fifth time because there are so many cards and there are so many ways to combine. There are so many ways to score points. There are three different score tracks that you're keeping track of. There's a ton of replayability here. Right. Um, you know, this is a game that I would be happy to own and would um, bring to my table. Like I said, my family isn't quite at the right yeah. gotcha. caliber yet. They're close. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to have to give it a two or three myself on that. You know, very little dust is going to collect yeah, on so this game once you get past two. that inertia. If I were to buy it now, it would collect a lot of dust. Gotcha. But, you right. know, in three to five years, it would probably get a fair amount of game. Fair enough. Myself. Good one. Johnny. Uh, this is a one for us. This is our long game. So if, if we're saying, hey, tonight we're playing a game, this this is what comes out. Uh, we know so well that we can, you know, the boys DJ music while we're playing and we're laughing and we're talking. And it's almost, I don't want to say we're not paying attention, but we don't have to, we're not confused and, you know, trying to learn a rule. Wow, that, see, that's interesting itself, playing that game without being, to your point, Chris, how many cards are in here Completely that have this engaged. number and that stuff to do well, it, but just play it as a fan, almost as a party game. Uh, Terraforming Mars, a party game? What? Is that right? And again, for us, I don't have that dysfunction. Ah, I made a mistake. Big deal. So it's, we're here to have fun. Well, house rules yeah. sometimes. Like, how does this, I don't know, how should it work thematically? Well, you should get it every turn. All right, you get it every turn. Right. We, we don't burden ourselves with. Um, You're not a competitive family, then, are you? No, like, just kidding. <laughs> well, we like to win. Um, so for us, it's a one. It's our go-to. I love what, it. 
And though now with the boys the age they are and which working, right. we do a lot more 20 minute games than we do two hour games. Which is probably a great why, reason why we're doing this as part of the, uh, the show. You know, is it the right, the first one to bring in? No, is it the second? Oh, I don't know, is it the third maybe? You know, like where is this it in is, there? But once you hit and you know you can hit it, boom, it comes out. Cause we're getting really I've played games. a lot of long games with complexity in them. Yeah. That would work with my family. Yeah. Just the best way like scythe or. Um, right. Uh, wingspan's not super complex, but it's long-ish. Yeah, it's long. You yeah. can't take. Yeah, a I still want to learn that one and, and do it too to check it out. But that yeah. no, it's good. Good. Uh, good point. But if you're that. in the market for like, I need, I need the long game for the family. Yeah, this is one I would. Recommend. Yeah, because not all of them are probably like that. It's not going to pull one for sure. I mean, even like I said, a firefly didn't um, have the the best dust factor. Wilts, what do you think? Yeah, I, I've only played it once. I'd love to play it again. I think uh, I would play it often. I think every game would be different. In other words, there's, you know, like Chris said, a lot of replayability. Um, and then we saw also at the con, we saw the, the expansion set, which made it look like a completely different game. I mean, same. Oh, that's right, same. too. We played it, didn't we? Yeah. So which one? We didn't play it. Or is that it. too much? No. We, we, no. Which one? Which one we was saw it, but we didn't play it. Oh, so there's okay. colonies, there's colonies, which has like another place you could score points. And then there's like this thing with the Senate or something like that, where you're. Yeah, it had a bunch of, a bunch more uh, Ooh, cards. I can imagine it had more to that. Yeah. The only expansion, so, so we, have an ex we have the Prelude expansion, which, which kickstarts the game faster. It gives you more, basically it's like additional corporation cards. Okay. Resources there you go. Focus. Well, I know the basic between the basic games when you start off, if you are going to bring this out early on, the yeah. basics are you know the num money and then get going from there versus having a, a, a yeah. another factor you got to keep track of. This game true. doesn't need more complexity. Prelude right. is the expansion now. That's one now we can talk about expansions all day and games that helped their games uh, with expansions. There's a lot of those. I don't know about this one. That's I don't amazing. think I don't think these. Yeah, well, we didn't play it. So yeah, right. so if John's saying you have the expansion, John. I have Prelude is the only expansion I got. Oh, okay. The beginning yeah, the one you're talking about. is it gives you, you, you take four cards and you choose two to keep and they give you some benefit right away. And so uh, it gotcha. makes you say- It's like a jumpstart. Oh, it jumpstart and it, it maybe creates your focus, right? If, you're, if you don't know what to focus on and you get two cards that give you 10 plants or something. Like, well, I guess I'm gonna, I'll take the plant corporation and the plant cards and I'm gonna be the plant guy. Or, gotcha. Um, yeah, but I, I think I'd play it often, and it would be more fun the more you play it. I think, and the more experience your other, you know, your opponents have at it, it would yeah. definitely make it playable. Cool, good stuff. All right, we do the pinch and this and the roll, right? We doing that? Is that right? Yeah, there we go. All right, back at it. All right, so good, good post production. We'll do that in post. Um, <laughs> Handle that <in> post. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Just cut it right out. So good stuff, guys. That's um, that's really it on the review on it. So in recap, um, when we talk about it, I think uh, when agreements we're at what a, um, I mean, I would say uh, it was nine. It was what? What was yours, Chris, on the simplicity? Uh, an eight. Eight, Johnny. I gave it a six. Six. Wilts. Yeah, same. Same. Six. six. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, all right. So uh, the last other thing we we've been bantering, bat, bantering, batting this around, bantering back and forth about uh, about the Kickstarter uh, concept when we look at it. And it's as we were just talking about in full transparency, it's kind of difficult to bring something out and talk about it when you know it could be less than uh, ten days left before it's not even available to you. And I think Chris, you brought that up um, the last show, which I think has a lot of validity to this. 
Um, what, what I found is that if you're a, a gamer and you're trying to bring games to the table, um, there's a lot of the ones we just talked about that if you haven't played them already, um, you can do it. But then there's new ones and there's new designers coming out with really cool mechanisms and mechanics and stuff like that, that we'd love to showcase and say, hey, look, this is how, it, here's, a, here's a good idea of how it could come to the table faster, right? And this game's doing it. Um, you know, if we start building this community and there's more people to listen to and want and have an idea can send us something say hey check take a look at this game I think that's where we'll come into play and be valuable to us um, as well And and if you guys see something as you go along because I'm always on there I mean, I think I've spent more in uh, Kickstarter this year than I did on my uh, on my mortgage um, Then you know, maybe it's something we can uh, bring to the table and mention and we can all banter around ahead of time um, It's funny because we talk about that uh, uh, um, was a frost haven last last week um it was what i saw this week to let you know and there's a good example of somebody stepping up is the company actually they came out because when you're on kickstarter if you've never done it it's something once you purchase it you're on the on the hook for the either a buck or a hundred bucks um that you always get the updates on what's going on with the game well he came out after taking everybody's money the 12 million plus dollars and said oh by the way only the first two thousand people are going to be able to get uh, uh, Gloomhaven before, and then we're going to have to wait for X amount of times before we get reprints to bring out the rest. And that thing lit up like it was, like my phone was on fire. I was like, what's going on here? Is my kids okay? What's going on and everything? It's just like, I think it was just comments being made. Everybody's upset. The coolest thing ever is this cat came back and within, I'm going to say maybe 30 minutes, maybe, right? Had a solution, the whole thing said, look, this was way out of whack. I see how I was a bonehead. He actually says this in the email on this whole thing. And I'm going to do this. And he created a 1.5 wave, if you will. And only thing it was is saying that everybody's going to get it and they're going to make sure everything's out there and you're going to get the same price. They're going to cover the cost of the, of the shipping they're doing. Now, is it perfect world? No, they only have 2000, maybe less because they had millions of dollars, right? People that want to be a part of this. But the fact he came back in that fast, came up with a solution, probably ate some um, some revenue, right? Some net money because he's gonna have to send out more on the um, on the shipping, everything. I thought it was pretty was pretty cool and pretty badass uh, in regards to response to it. And I don't know, it, it, I don't know, it makes me a fanboy. I was just as a marketing guy and looking at it, going, you know, that's pretty cool when they do drive your number to the record, right? And then you back off. I said, oh, that's great, but we can't do this. And he at least stepped up and he could have just walked away from me, like, sorry. Uh, to do it and i think uh he uh, i don't know if he he didn't have, please everybody so in the he end is everybody going to get the game when they expect it or is it still going to be it, tiered it's going to be it's, i think it's like two months or some two to three months something like that difference on it and it's going to be um like i said all the coverage is on like the the uh the shipping extra shipping says you can order it now and it'll just be like two months later versus it was going to be something like who know who knows like uh, eight wow. to twelve months or something. It was it was a big difference. That's a pretty um, big error on the part of the yeah. manufacturer. Yeah. But again, I mean, they, they had to know how many they sold of Bloomhaven. They had to know they were going to sell ten thousand of these things. I, I don't know. So, it, I, was, that's pretty bad planning. Look, I mean, it's, it's good that they are trying to make it right, but still, well, that, that seems yeah. Kind it, of, just, you know, it was one of those things like every era, you know what I mean? Look at, look at fantasy flight games. I mean, of course they do that on purpose many times, right? They put out a certain amount and you're like, whoa, we need to get that. I can't, you can't get it now. Well, that makes me want it more. But guess what? Three months later it comes out. Yeah. Now everybody and their mother wants it. That's um, intentional print. Yeah. You know, marketing. And I'm not saying they do it on purpose, right? But they probably do it on purpose. Yeah. I have a love hate relationship with fantasy flight. But games. the thing with kick, the thing with so a Kickstarter though, is they could have done it that way from the beginning. So, I mean, there's a lot of Kickstarters out there where 
you know, if you're the first 500 people, you get this price and it gets right. shipped at this time. And if you're the yeah. next thousand people, then you're, you know, and it's tiered right at the beginning. So okay. the fact that they didn't tier the pledge payments, but then tried to tier the delivery, that's yeah. that's bad pool. Well, no, he said, I mean, that was the nice thing I was saying about his email. He came out and said I was a bonehead. I should have done it that way. It was my fault, complete bad. And I, I'm trying to make up what I can on it. And I actually yeah. took him for face value on that. Now, who knows on it? But the way he came back, did it, how fast he did it because of the response, gave me more of an organic feel to it, right? That he was yeah. kind of trying to make it happen versus, you know, let's just see what happens and we'll launch this thing. Where they have a really good marketing team. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. So, well, I mean, like I said, whether you like the games or not, whatever, it just, it was interesting to watch because it's the mechanism of Kickstarter, which again, can be your biggest uh, fan and your biggest enemy, yeah. right? Be careful. It was a great man once said, be careful what you chase, you might catch it. That happened yeah. there, you know what I mean, uh, for that yeah. situation with those guys. So, um, but anyways, that was the only piece I just followed up on on that that came out this week. So. Well, it's such an interesting mechanic because I mean, you think about you order a game from an online game company, you know, one of these large ones that's named after a jungle, or you know, some other private company. They don't charge you until the thing is in the mail, right? right? Or it's about to hit the mail. Mm -hmm. But you buy a Kickstarter, they take your money at the end of the 30 days or whatever, yeah. and, you're and they hold it for a year or two, possibly. Well, especially when I mean, you're dealing with what's going on now. Some of these take years to develop, now, right? We can't get a ship across the sea, man. I mean, there's I got all these little battle mechs from my, I was waiting to come over for me to be painting and doing everything. No, ain't happening. Ain't. Yeah, well, you know, pandemics notwithstanding. But it's right. just, you know, it's, it's, an inter it's such an interesting, different way that people are willing if you were to go to a catalog store back when those existed and order something and have to pay your cash up front, oh, we'll send you your merchandise in six months. Yeah. Who would accept that? But a shit ton of we're perfectly okay doing that with Kickstarter for some reason. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, it's I don't know what new. changed in our mental model that makes that okay. Yeah. I, I think people saying. like being 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 a backer. They like saying, "Yeah, I kickstarted this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get your name in the brochure, and you know, Ooh, and then sometimes. when the thing finally shows up, you've forgotten about it. It's like, "Oh, look, a cool thing showed up in the mail that I forgot." Have about. you guys done how many Kickstarter? Wilts, have you done any Kickstarter backing at all, or no? No, I haven't. But uh, I noticed we have a Twitter follower that's starting one up, so maybe we'll have to get in on that one. Uh, Uprising Curse of the Last Emperor. So. No kidding. Uh, that might be my first. There you go. Love it. Love it. Joe. It's a, it's a 4X co-op strategy game for the looks of it. So. Sweet. You have to take a look at it. I'm going to do a review next week on it. That sounds like a great idea. Cool. Johnny, how many of you uh, kickstarted? A few? I, I did two. I did Web of Spies, which I think is a really fun game. Um, yeah. Actually became the official game of the Spy Museum in D.C. after after he launched it. Nice. Um, That's pretty sweet. And I've got That's one coming strange. in December-ish called Tipping Point. It's a Oh, you you mentioned that last week, yeah. All right, those two, cool. Chris, how about you? Um, as far as games go, yeah. um, I've got a couple that are pending right now. Um, I've got uh, what is it? Return to the Dark Tower. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's the the remake of the you know nineteen eighties oh, electronic, electronic tower, tower game that spun around. You did do that, that, that one? Yeah, yeah, I'm in that's, on that. That's one. Restoration Games. That's my boy Rob Devio. Because I did. Oh, really? Um, I did Fire Island. Shout out Rob did, Divio. Yeah. Um, he, um, uh, yeah, you did the Fire, Fire Island, Island, right? I yeah. got that. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to talk about a game to, I'd really love to review for that. Uh, not because again, giving him more, more love, they, those guys kick ass and did it, but just the fact that 
it really is a family fun game. It's very, very, uh, you know, thematic and everything. You come to the table and now you're like, woo, you think, you know, not quite to the level of Heroescapes on that detail, but as far as, or actually more detail than grand, yeah. if you will. But uh, so I, that, that's cool. So I'm gonna have to fly up to play that then, because if you did uh, get the Kickstarter, that looked like cool. Kickstarter. Yeah, and I'm in on another one that's like three small games, which unfortunately I cannot remember off the top of my head. But it was something actually my wife saw and said, "Hey, these look fun." So I was like, "Sure, why not?" Yeah. It was pretty cheap, and it was like, you know, a set of three small games. So we'll see if cool. we'll see how those work out. Right. Um, yeah. I've got a bunch of other kind of Kickstarter things. Uh, there was a. Uh, Kickstarter for like a table extender thing, which of course I can't remember the names of any of these, so right. I'm giving nobody any plugs here. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean I've probably been on a few other ones yeah. as well. I just can't think of them off the top of my yeah, head. Totally. I don't really think about it afterwards. Once the game shows up, it's just it's a like, game. hey, it's a Christmas. That's what I like too. Yeah. Kind of fun. Yeah, I've done. I say quite a few. I can't say that. Maybe eight or ten different games. I can do a whole laundry a list of them. But um, a lot of them are, uh, you know, um, actually it's probably evenly matched up between new folks coming on and well-known um, games. I mean, if you consider restoration games uh, well-known or not, you know, but there's been a few out there um, yeah. as well. Um, but, was the magic a card game and a Kickstarter? I can't, I can't remember. Magic? No. Magic. No, Magica. The, like, the video <laughs> I was going to say Magica was like 90 something. What are you talking about? No, they made, a, they made a card game based on that. And I think, I think that might've been a Kickstarter. I can't even remember, but it was uh, something yeah. that they had set up and uh, I got in on that. And I don't know, Johnny might remember. We actually uh, beta tested that. They sent us like a preset of the cards. Do you remember that? John? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had the fire and the water and the elect the shock and yeah. You know, we're trying well, to so kill the, the other so wizards the thing about Right. And the thing you're talking about is like, I, I think it's the evolution. It's kind of like eBay when everything was used that you bought, right? When it first came out and now everything's just a big store. Yeah. I think uh, Kickstarter has developed into that too, to the point where I remember they'd send you, okay, get in. I'll only send you a PDF that you can print out and cut things out and do things and do whatever. Yeah. And now they're like, yeah, 3D printing will be there. Here's your thing. Here's your list. Here's your, uh, you know, bonuses or your... Um, I did the print and play. I did the print and play of Web of Spies and brought yeah. it to right. Yeah. It's good stuff. I mean, not not everybody does that anymore either. So Magic of Mayhem. I have it right here. These were the prototype <laughs> beta test cards. Oh, that's legit, man. You're legit. Yeah. That's cool. Good stuff. All right. Well, and like I said, I'm going to be worth like a, a Babe Ruth bag. at this point. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Right. Exactly. Is it signed by the uh, creator? No. That's not worth <laughs> That's fun. Uh, it's got its authenticated card next to it. That's good. Um, all right, well, like I said, the Kickstarter stuff we can uh, keep at if we uh, find something that's of value um, that you hear something in the news. Because I try to keep up with it, and I'll bring it up at the end. Um, but it's a good show. Another one uh, in the can, guys. It was uh, um, great. We'll take a look at it for next next time. I think we did a couple weeks out, right? We did this um, before, and I think it's a good time. I'm certainly having fun. So if you guys are uh, still up for it, we'll keep them rolling. We'll come up with another game. and. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to play something before the next game, though. So What's figure that? out something to play. And we'll, yeah. I said, we'll have to play something before the next uh, podcast. So there we go. We'll have to do a tabletop of it Love or it. something. So. Yeah, so I know we have a list of games that some of us have submitted. And um, is, is your plan to just sort of pick off that list? Or should we mix it up and roll a die or randomize? I, I listen to a few podcasts that do reviews where they – you know, that's sort of a bit at the end of the show is to see let's roll the die and see what we're reviewing next time. Perfect. I love the idea. Let's, we, you know, let's that way maybe that. we could put in some of these lighter games and it wouldn't feel, yeah. you know, quite so silly that we're reviewing them again. Yeah. 
yeah, let's let's talk um, off camera. We'll figure out a way to do it next round, and we'll come up with it, and then we'll shake it up from there. So, love it. Because you know, right, how gents. can we be doing a gamer show without dice? I know, right? Man, how would we roll it? I need a I need a board now. I need a, a camera that'll shoot straight down. I don't know how that's gonna work. You just need a dice tower, you know, and you can show. No, you know, actually, I'll do the app on the screen right here and just do the the roll. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There we go. No. I don't know. We'll anyway, stay tuned. High we'll quality. See our high production uh, values and uh, you know, I got the, we got the budget for it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What honey? Oh yeah. We're broke. Okay. All right guys. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> we appreciate you being on and uh, we'll be back in next time. Again, if anybody wants to join that do, they did follow us, catch us on, uh, um, on Podomatic or we do do a uh, regular podcast audio version of this as well. You can pick up, uh, if you're listening, you can go to YouTube and check us out and see our ugly mugs as well. Uh, talk and discuss everything at Board Stiff. That is the YouTube uh, spot. Just type that in. You'll see our lovely logo. Right, John? Lovely. It is. You love it. And um, it is right. Or you can email us at BoardStiffGamer at gmail.com and by Twitter at BoardStiff4 one two three four of us going at it so uh it's uh, at board stiff board let us know you're listening in uh, any comments uh questions comments and sarcastic remarks which we love we appreciate it all right guys take care we'll see you next time